Beyond Meat is replacing its signature plant-based burger with a version designed to taste more like animal beef. I mean, maybe we just decide to eat animal beef. (laughs) I figured it out. Anyway, the newest recipe, which will eventually replace the current product, removes mung beans, which is the protein-rich legume from the ingredients list, and adds some vitamins and minerals to make the product taste meatier and more closely mirror the nutrients found in beef it's also going to have fewer calories 230 instead of 260 less fat 14 grams versus 18 grams oh we're getting rid of 18 grams and uh restaurants that serve beyond meat those burgers are going to start uh, coming to the restaurants in june of this year i told them i don't know how many times Get rid of the mung bean. <laughs> Get rid of the mung bean. <laughs> now, you might not know it as the mung bean. You may know it as the green grom or the, you know, the mosh mung or the mongo or the mungo. <laughs> That's a bean mainly cultivated in East Asia, Southeast Asia, and the Indian subcontinent. It's used as an ingredient in both savory and sweet dishes and It is in the Beyond Meat Burger for now. But the latest Beyond Meat Burger that's coming out, no. Uh, Mung beans are no. Man, do you know that Beyond Meat, they announced the deal with Pepsi to jointly develop and distribute snacks and drinks made with plant-based protein. Then in February, the company announced two separate partnerships. I remember the one with McDonald's. Um, and with Yum Brands. Now, the McDonald's deal was an expansion of the previous partnership, which included the creation of the McPlant, right? But it's also working with Yum Brands to develop plant-based menu items for KFC, Pizza Hut, and Taco Bell. Incredible. Incredible. I mean, Beyond Meat is, is, uh, you know, doing business that is uh, amazing and good for them. Good for them. But I always find it interesting how the plant-based business continues to want. It's supposed to be so good for you. And we're supposed to enjoy it and love it. Yet they continue to try to emulate beef. How about we just eat beef? Now there's an idea. Just eat beef. In fact, that could be the mantra for this program. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So Tuesday afternoon at the White House, and for those of you listening live, it is Wednesday afternoon, the 28th of April, 2021. Big night in uh, Washington, D.C. as uh, President Biden is giving his big speech tonight. It'll be great but the white house press briefing was was going on and there was this huge creaking sound in the ceiling or above the press room and it was kind of freaky i mean i don't know like jen uh, saki you know is about as comforting as a shoe 
but uh she uh you know oh it's fine don't worry about it it's, it's no have no fear but uh, she has no idea uh, what it is either and it's a little a little weird a little weird now i'll play the whole little 19 second clip but be sure you listen for the the creaking sound make clear what the benefit what no fear the ceiling is not falling I, you don't know that okay. um <laughs> okay I, I hopefully it's an old building um one maybe lincoln's ghost that's quite something maybe it is um uh-huh, maybe it is she has the, the she knows no humor whatsoever i mean i'm thankful i'm not her kids i'll tell you that she is about as funny as and comforting as a shoe but i don't know what's happening at the white house but maybe we need to get some work done i mean was joe biden waking up from a nap i don't know i mean that's just an old joke sorry but i here we go make clear what the benefit have no fear yeah no i have no fear i do have a little fear i'd like to know what in the heck that is but i just want you to be aware that it's possible that the white house is just crumbling before our very eyes who knew finches were worth so much money you did because i didn't i didn't realize it according to uh, this man who was arrested at jfk airport this week uh he was offered three thousand dollars to traffic 35 finches into the country he was coming from guyana and he had stuffed inside plastic hair curlers live finches now he put him inside the hair curlers and then concealed it inside his clothes and he had it in <laughs> he had them in a mesh cloth and then inside his jacket and his pants and it was just really weird okay so uh they and, and as he was uh coming through the uh, airport uh, they said uh, oh hey uh we need to uh, check you out and uh we need to uh What's the problem there? So you see where he has these hair curlers wrapped around his leg and in his jacket. (laughs) It's a smuggler's dream, really. But he was trying to smuggle these finches into the country. Now, according to this story, these finches are coveted creatures. They're used in high stakes singing contests which are popular in brooklyn and queens now i did not know this i didn't know we had uh singing duels with finches in brooklyn and queens but apparently i mean we do and this guy was you know offered three grand to sneak 35 finches into the country he was charged with illegal importation of wildlife released on twenty five thousand dollar bond if convicted of this he can get 20 years in prison 20 years for trying to smuggle 35 little finches into the country wow that is amazing now i guess the american finches are not as good as the guyanese finches and the guyanese finches are more desired for the singing competitions so i guess they you bring in your finches 
and then they bring them into the parks and they have a finch off and they're not fighting it's not like a cockfight it's a singing fight so we're not we're not putting razor blades on the on the beaks and putting them in a in a in an octagon and letting them fight it out but we're putting them in a park and then we're determined to see who has the best voice if a finch wins one of these competitions they can sell for more than ten thousand dollars no wonder you're paying somebody three grand to sneak in 35 i mean if a couple gets in you're good (laughs) earlier this month a 26 year old from guyana was also busted at jfk with 29 live birds stuffed inside pink and orange rollers again i mean that's the good way to get them right you put them in the rollers you stuff them in there you keep them quiet you're good another another person tried to smuggle 70 70 finches hidden in the orange hair curler so it's just different colors right you just (laughs) they tried to make a big deal about the different colors of the hair curlers but it's just hair curlers i mean this guy who got busted with 35 of them it was just multicolored hair curlers wow anyway for 10 grand after your finch won that would be a good deal makes almost the illegality of it worth it doesn't it doesn't it so as long as we're talking about animals we may as well uh, continue to talk about animals we talked about the finches being snuck into the country trying to be sneaked into the country let's talk about uh, mosquitoes we talked about the genetically modified mosquitoes that they were thinking about releasing in florida yes they're doing it they are being released in florida as we speak the modified pest will be placed in six locations in the florida keys with some twelve thousand expected to emerge each week for the next 12 weeks project aims to have the uh, modified male mosquitoes mate with the non-modified females which are the ones that of course bite and the death mechanism will kick in and prevent any resulting female offspring from surviving what could possibly go wrong what could what could go wrong i know that that people been complaining wondering hey i know the u.s environmental protection agency and sunshine state local mosquito control district board uh all said it was approved but uh how do we know what happens to people if they get bitten by this mosquito and have they done any tests to satisfy any of the locals who were forced to be part of the project trial (laughs) you're silly you're silly just zip it okay ozatech is here and they said it's fine and we're gonna have these mosquitoes not we're gonna have them breed of course but we're not gonna let them multiply because uh look zika dengue fever I mean, we've all got that those those diseases coming out of the everglades in florida and the keys down in florida are i mean we hear about it all the time the zika and dengue fever mosquitoes so we've got to stop that here in the u.s don't we yeah of course we do duh and uh one more animal story uh greyhounds greyhound racing you know them you love them 
greyhounds. A lot of people uh, have a little problem with uh, greyhound racing. In fact, I have some friends that have adopted uh, that are uh, you know adopted old racers, and uh, they're just beautiful dogs, aren't they? <laughs> well, uh, you know, a lot of people are mad because they get mistreated, obviously, and they're busy racing at these racetracks. People bet on them, and now you know they were being. Uh, they were being drugged with all kinds of different drugs, but now we have a trainer that's been disqualified for four months and fined for $3,500 after uh, one of her dogs was uh, tested and uh, tested positive for meth. So, I mean, what, what are you going to do? Stop the dog from smoking meth? <laughs> no, I mean, they are pissed. The animal rights group, safe calling on the government to halt all greyhound racing until the review of the industry is made now this particular problem took place in australia but if it's if they're giving meth to the dogs in australia they're giving meth to greyhound racing dogs here in the u.s you can count on it count on it and they let the owner off, really, or the trainer. I mean, the dog won $4,000 in the stake, but they didn't pay off because it peed meth and amphetamine. <laughs> I was doping these dogs, man. What are they doing? But they found out they their ruling, actually, is that Turnwald, the trainer, had not carried out a deliberate wrongdoing. Are you kidding me? So the dog is smoking meth and, and doing uh, amphetamines, snorting amphetamines just on his own? I think not. Oh, we might as well talk a little bit of sports. There's been uh, there's been some news in sports. Uh, Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather is a go June 6th at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, Florida. Amazing. That fight is going to happen. Jake Paul is going to take on uh, Cameroon Usman, although that isn't official yet they're both uh, saying that they would do the fight on social media we haven't got the go-ahead or the deal done for that fight although uh, you know i wouldn't be surprised to see it and my favorite is oscar de la hoya coming back to fight 48 years old he made the announcement with snoop dogg at uh at, at you know and, and and oscar is a promoter he's a big guy he makes a lot of money he doesn't need to fight anymore but and plus his company is separate from snoop dogg's triller fight club so it's going to be a kind of a weird arrangement when he comes back but he dropped the mic and said that he was coming back on july 3rd but what was most interesting is when he was talking to snoop dogg and snoop dogg you know is trying it's like pulling teeth out to get oscar to talk about it and you know say that he's going to fight again and come back but there's a great line from Snoop Dogg in this clip. <laughs> I, I feel like it's something missing, man. I keep seeing you in the ring, but I don't see you in the ring. I mean. Wait, what? Yeah, I keep seeing you in the ring, but I, I don't see you in the ring. <laughs> Snoop speak. Now, I understand what he means, right? From Snoop speak. Snoop speak. Gotta say that. Say that fast ten times. Snoop speak but he said i keep seeing you in the ring but i ain't seeing you in the ring i mean <laughs> and so 
You know, what he's talking about is Oscar's always there promoting his shows and promoting the fights, but he's not fighting in the ring. So, in Snoop speak, I keep seeing you in the ring, but you ain't in the ring. I mean... But I, I, I feel like it's something missing, man. I keep seeing you in the ring, but I don't see you in the ring. I mean, <laughs> talk to me. Why, why don't you, uh, I mean, you're, you're part owner of a Triller uh, Fight Club. Why don't you uh, no, tell th- me? I think you should tell him, man. It's you, not me. Okay. July 3rd. I'm making my comeback. And then he drops the mic and walks off. I wish this clip had watched him walk off because he's got to have that that look on his face of he's so proud of himself. I mean, Snoop was like pulling teeth to get this guy to make the announcement. Oh, you're a thriller or a fight club. You should make the announcement. I think you should do. You know what I mean? I think you should do. I kept, Snoop was like, dude, get to it. I keep seeing you in the ring, but I ain't seeing you in the ring. I mean, and that's when he makes the announcement. But he has to, he got the Triller Fight Club in, and he got all that taken care of. That's fine. We got it. Thank you, Oscar. We appreciate it for finally coming along for the ride. No problem. But it was just a little, uh, little anticlimactic. But he dropped the mic and walked off. And so we have those fights happening. Those are amazing. These guys. You know how much money these guys are making? I mean, that was the deal with Jake and Usman, right? I mean, he responded, if your boss Dana gives you permission to box me and make more money than you ever have, let me know. We can lace them up. I promise it will be your biggest payday. Amazing. It's stuff that these guys they can't turn down the money. That's why Mayweather. I mean, Mayweather's not going to do it for anything. <laughs> you know, that's a hundred million easy, right? Can't can't do it for less than a hundred million. And that's maybe just the the payday for the fight. That's not surrounding everything else surrounding it. So I mean, Oscar's got to be like, why not get in the ring and get a quick hundred million, right? Come back, do a do a few rounds in the ring, make a few hundred million that's not bad and i say a few hundred million because i mean he's not going to step in the ring for less than a hundred million right and then you got all the promotion and everything else surrounding it it's going to be huge but i'm jealous i'm a little bit jealous i am i'm a little bit jealous all right let's go to the break room i need something to uh i need something to drink and man i wish it was something actual alcohol or some other kind of uh <laughs> some other kind of uh race dog juice because uh i could cry my own tears right now these guys are breaking in all the cash oh my gosh that is good it's not race dog juice (laughs) speaking of uh race dog juice i see where uh psychedelic drug developer mind med it's going to be listed on the NASDAQ, uh, becoming the second company of its kind to go public in the U.S. Compass Pathways is already trading publicly. And Peter Thiel backed uh, a tie, is that it? A-T-I-A, Life Sciences, could make it three. They just filed for an IPO last week. According to MindMed CEO J.R. Ron, the growth of psychedelics is tied to increased awareness of mental health challenges during the pandemic. MindMed's therapeutics 
try to improve mental health with treatments that utilize ingredients including MDMA, LSD, and psilocybin of shrooms. I mean, that's where you get psilocybin from the shrooms fame. But, uh, oh my gosh, that's just incredible. Now, he said our company's objective is not to make your Burning Man experience more pleasurable. What? Why not? Well, it's because our objective is to treat mental health. Oh, okay. Yes, we're, we want to remove the red tape from the industry and, uh, you know, we want to, that we want to get other states in line. Oregon became the first state to legalize the medical use of psilocybin and other jurisdictions are moving in that direction. So good for mind med, uh, go get it <laughs> or go bring it to me little MDMA, LSD and psilocybin. That'd be great. Okay. Therapists are, uh, therapists are going to be a key component of making this whole new approach work are they are they of course they are i mean of course they are mind med traded on the nasdaq as of today congratulations congratulations you know we talk a lot about traveling to space and how cool it would be and what fun we would have but you know you really wouldn't be fun right now right i mean it would Elon Musk even said that Mars isn't for rich people. It's for explorers who will probably die. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, he said that uh, the first people on Mars are not going to be wealthy dilettantes. Okay. Uh, the trip is filled with uh, survivalism and resource management. Okay. Yeah, you're going to have to be. Uh, you're going to have to be an explorer. And uh, you're going to have to be willing to die because you probably will die. And there's a good chance, according to Elon, there's a good chance the first Mars settlers will die. Uh, no kidding, you think? I mean, that's, there's no doubt about that. But it still would be kind of fun to go there. And plus, it would also be kind of cool, too. I mean, we've got to get to the point where we can just get on a, a rocket ship and go. Right? We can't. We can't just wait around for weather reports and everything. We just can't do it. Like, did you see where there was this tense exchange because they thought that debris was coming at the ISS? So, I mean, they think clearly, fairly close to, to Dragon. SpaceX uh, said, whoa, 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 hey, get your suits on. We, need, we might need to get out of there. Looks like a possible collision is less than 20 minutes away. And it's too soon to maneuver the ship away from its course. Oh, uh, okay, sure, no, 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 no problem. Now the video shows whatever was flying by space debris uh, come by pretty close as far as space, space. Yeah, you can quote me on that as far as space, space. But uh, the warning of the possible collision uh, was really a false report. Oh okay are you sure yeah you know there was never a collision threat to crew dragon and the astronauts safely continued their mission but didn't you make us get ready and put our suits on and stuff yeah but that was just a that was just a precaution there was never a real threat i know but you said uh we should act in accordance with standard safety procedures yeah because we had it figured wrong 
<laughs> oh, okay. Uh, thanks. We'll talk to you later. I got more space stuff to do up here. So we'll talk to you later, okay? All right. We'll let you know if anything's coming in your direction. All right. Uh, thank you. Hey, if you're listening to this show right now and you're not a subscriber to Chewing the Fat, what are you doing with your life? Your life could be so much better by subscribing to this show, Chewing the Fat. Now, I know what you're thinking. Hey, I'm sitting here and I'm listening on my friend's phone on whatever platform they use. And why do I need to subscribe when I just listen when I want to on my friend's phone? Because your friend is mad right now because he wants to be listening to the show or something else. And he doesn't want you listening on his phone forever. So you need to subscribe. So whatever, you know, whatever device that you listen to your podcasts on, go ahead and choose the platform, whatever platform you love. There's a plethora of platforms out there that, you know, you know, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spotify, subscribe to Chewing the Fat on that platform on whatever device that you choose. And then you're a subscriber and it doesn't cost any money. It's free for now. Uh, so you're good. It's just a, you just become a freeloading subscriber instead of just a freeloader. Nobody likes a freeloader. Everybody thinks, oh my gosh, they're a freeloading subscriber. That's genius. So become a genius and subscribe to Chewing the Fat. Okay. All right. Good. Then you might as well, you might as well subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. Same name, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Go there. There's new content coming. Uh, every day no it's not really every day but there's new content coming often and uh so just subscribe and hit the little notification bell so you know when new content arrives and uh then you know you know what you can just follow me on twitter at jeffy jfr you might as well follow me on you know instagram facebook parlor jeff fisher radio might as well do that and then you're good it's all encompassed into one little thing and you're good to go okay (laughs) okay good Hey, did you see where Roku said that it may lose uh, YouTube TV after Google made some anti-competitive demands? Uh, Roku's notified users, and I didn't see this email come through, although I, uh, you know, it's possible I missed it. Uh, and it probably goes to an email address that I may not visit every day. Uh, you, uh, like me, may have a few emails addresses that you use for different things. Like I look at Blaze, I look at my Blaze account every day. The chewing the fat at theblaze.com. So if you reach out to me, chewing the fat at theblaze.com, I look at that every day. I look at uh, I look at uh, a couple other accounts every day. But there are several email accounts that I use for different things that you know I may not look at every day. That's <laughs> possible that Roku sent me an updated email. To one of those accounts but they said that uh, youtube tv may be forced off of its platform entirely alleging anti-competitive demands from google that include requests for preferential treatment of its youtube tv and youtube apps wow that's pretty big i mean i i like having youtube tv on my roku apps because i still have some older televisions that uh well even if you don't have older tvs um uh, you know, you can, you can just on a separate app. I know I got it. Don't look at me like that, but we've got a couple older TVs in the house that, uh, you know, you have the Roku and if you can't get the YouTube TV on the, through the Roku, then, uh, you know, you need to, 
upgrade. I'm going to need to upgrade TVs. Or here's an idea. Don't watch YouTube TV, <laughs> which I'm really close to canceling, by the way. Uh, they keep jacking the price up, man. And I'm getting uh, tired of seeing every time I every time I look at the price of YouTube TV, I'm like, I got to cancel this. And then I mean, I'm really tired of paying for it. So if I can figure out a way to pay for a couple of apps, a couple of separate apps that will be cheaper than the 65 or 70 bucks a month paying for YouTube, uh, that's going to happen. That is going to happen soon. So Roku and Google compete on a number of fronts including smart tv hardware devices smart tv operating systems and smart tv content so the carriage agreement between the two companies is set to expire oh boy so if that happens they're going to be duking it out inviting it out so just a just another reminder perhaps if you get your roku emails sent to a an email address that you don't look at every day um you know now you know that it uh, it's probably going to happen and of course the battle has started you know uh google of course says that uh you know roku often engages in these types of tactics in their negotiations we're disappointed that they chose to make baseless claims while we continue our ongoing negotiations now roku claims that google has threatened to require roku to use certain chip sets or memory cards that would force roku to increase the price of its hardware product which competes directly with google's chromecast ha huh. ha huh. so they're both battling it out anyway it's possible that it could you know that could happen and just wanted you to be aware that it could happen another thing that's happening uh hasbro says that uh, yeah we're gonna have to raise the prices of toys and games yeah that's just the way it is sorry <laughs> yeah the raw material costs are through the roof and uh so we're gonna have to raise the prices i know i know that's just the way it goes don't you don't you worry about it and you know, we had a problem with uh, rising resin packaging and metal prices and soaring transportation costs and you know, this whole disruption and COVID-19. So we're just going to have to raise the price to everything. This is the way it is. <laughs> Don't you worry about it, though. You still spend your money on these toys, okay? All right. Thank you. I mean, good news is, is that you're going to have our president uh, on TV tonight. For those of you listening live on the 28th of April, 2021, our president, Joseph Biden, the president of the United States of America, makes me almost ill to say it is going to come on go on tv come on tv be on tv and tell us how much money he's going to ask for so that we can have live in a better world is it going to be a better world joe thanks to trillions of dollars that you're going to be spending of our tax dollars and some of it isn't even tax dollars it's just made up money just made up money we're going to be spending and some of that I love, and it makes me feel good that we're going. To, he's going to ask us to have our representatives okay this huge amount of money so that he can pay the department that collects tax revenue more money so that they can figure out an easier, better way to collect more money <laughs> under the guise that they're going to go after the rich people. But guess what happens when they do that? They also usually use all that newsfangled figuring out stuff to go after the little guy and get more from the little guy. But don't you worry about it, okay? 
you just keep telling yourself man we are lucky to have joe biden in office aren't we i'm sorry i got sidetracked with some political talk and i know i try you know i try as hard as i can uh, i do i try as hard as i can here on chewing the fat to steer away from that but i just can't some days but did you see where base camp joined coinbase in banning political talk at work i don't know does that work or do you just sneak the talk in in the break room maybe that's what we'll do maybe i'll just start sneaking the talk in in the break room <laughs> so according to base camp it uh they said it should be a place where employees come to work with colleagues of all backgrounds and political convictions without having to deal with heavy political or societal debates unconnected to that work wait what i should be able to come to work and just work what Uh, right Uh, you're absolutely right uh the new policy states that the purpose of the company is to focus on developing software and not to try and shape americans political opinions oh wait what (laughs) yeah that's right so no more no more at work okay Uh, we're not we're not gonna have it so i guess that's what's gonna happen right people will just uh We'll just sneak it in. We're in the break room. Anybody around? Yeah. How about that? How about that Joe Biden, huh? No, I know. Oh, here comes the boss. Hey, how about that new software program? Looking pretty good. You guys going to have that wrapped up? Hey, boss. How you doing? Just talking about the new software wrap up. Is he gone? Yeah. How about that Joe Biden? What do you think is going on with him? Shh. Don't say anything. I know, but how about Randy Quaid? I think he's going to run for governor of California. Isn't he the crazy one? Yeah, yeah, he is, but you never know. I mean, they've got to have Caitlyn Jenner running for governor, and now they've got, you know, he's on the recall. Is the boss around? Oh, okay. Okay, good. We could still talk about that. Whew, good. Did you see where... U.S. Homeland Security is going to start investigating domestic extremism in its own ranks. I know. It's so good, right? Because there's so much domestic extremism in the Homeland Security ranks. And every department needs to investigate that, right? And John Kerry, how about that bastard leaking secrets to Iran? Oh, hey, boss. How you doing? Yeah, we're just talking about the new software. Bill and I over here. (laughs) Yeah. You know, man, it's, we're having a tough time. We're trying to get a you know quick little bypass fix to that issue that we were looking at yesterday. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but uh, we're on it. We're on it. We're just having a little, you know, we're just having a little cinnamon roll here trying to work our way through it, you know? All right. Yeah, hey, we'll see you later, boss. No problem. Yeah, hey, did you see where Hunter Biden is going to speak at Tulane University, too? Uh, they're gonna bring Tulane is bringing Hunter Biden in to speak on fake news. Are you freaking kidding me? Hunter Biden is gonna speak at Tulane on fake news. This guy is fake news, man. They're gonna bring in Dr. Deborah Burks. They're gonna bring in uh, Brett Stevens from the New York Times. They're gonna bring in Juan Williams from Fox News. But I can't believe they're bringing in Hunter Biden. It's just incredible. Hey, boss. How you doing? Yeah, no, we're good. We're good. Yeah, no, we're headed back right now. I'll talk to you later, man. All right? I'll talk to you later. We won't talk politics anymore. 
Don't let anybody know. So I'm looking at a pictures of a home for sale. It's Steven Seagal's home, and it looks beautiful, and it's the bulletproof glass that makes it uh, so outstanding, right? It's got this floor-to-ceiling bulletproof windows, and it overlooks desert, mountain, and valley. I mean, it's gorgeous. It's in this... Uh, guarded gated community of carefree ranch homesteads it's got uh four bedrooms a theater several flex rooms it has a guest home a full kitchen kitchen living area large bedroom suite privacy and of course you know privacy is exemplified in this desert contemporary style home really uh, it's in the desert yeah i'm sure it's in the gated community but it's in the desert so don't you don't you even worry about it okay so anyway i'm looking at it it's beautiful i mean it's this beautiful home but i'm really disappointed in this in this home i mean it's beautiful but the thing that is most disappointing is the theater room it's a beautiful theater room and the picture it shows it has nine looks like really comfortable tilt back possible chairs a place with drink holders stuff like that it looks comfortable and it looks like they're uh, you know capable fat guy seating comfortable seats but in this room it's got the screen that they show airing of course a seagal movie uh is just this of course in the room it should the screen should be a lot bigger i don't know how big this screen is but it needs to be a lot bigger in Steven Seagal's house. I mean, it's like he's living in a you know regular neighborhood with a TV screen that small. I mean, maybe he ran out of cash when when he was putting in the you know floor to ceiling bulletproof windows. I guess it's possible. But you can get this place. The mortgage is about fifteen thousand a month. Which doesn't seem bad. I mean, you're looking at uh, you're looking at what, twelve acres, and uh, all the all the uh, amenities that is on the twelve acres for three million three hundred and ninety five thousand dollars. That seems like a uh, I don't know. Seems like a kind of a cheap amount. But it's in you know it's in Arizona. I'm sorry, it's in the desert, and uh, it's got nine thousand square feet natural stone and copper bulletproof glass well uh, you know floor to ceiling it's got all the amenities we went through and so you're looking at uh, not even four million for the place so i don't know what's wrong and plus you're gonna have to upgrade i mean you're gonna have to remodel you're gonna need a bigger television screen no doubt about that i mean the entire house is beautiful but you're not going into that theater room with that little dump of a television in it i'll tell you that right now <laughs> I don't know what Steven is doing, but he needs to upgrade the screen right now. Maybe he'll sell the place faster if he upgrades the screen in the theater room. I mean, it's just a thought from me. You're welcome, Steven. So Joe Rogan under fire again. He's not going. They're not going to stop. I mean, he's got a target on his back now uh, from his own people. 
from Spotify. So, I mean, they started it by complaining about not wanting to air certain episodes, wanting to cancel the deal. And, you know, they're just, it's, uh, it's no never ending for him now. But he's under fire now because he actually suggested, and I mean, how dare he, how dare Joe Rogan suggest that healthy young people should not get COVID vaccines. <laughs> that bastard. How dare he? He is now under attack from, uh, you know, critics after he said that he believes in the vaccines for the most part. But he does not believe that healthy young people should get the jab. Are you freaking kidding me? He's in trouble for that. I mean, that is unbelievable. So he's in the interview with comedian Dave Smith. He told, uh, Dave told the host that his young daughter uh, vaccinated. Well, he's not going to have his young daughter vaccinated for the coronavirus, saying that she's, it's a virus that she statistically has no risk from. And he said, I'm sorry, I'm not taking any experiment on her. And that's my attitude toward it. Now, Rogan uh, said, uh, um, it's amazing that it's controversial that even saying that I'm not going to inject my child with the vaccine is controversial. It's crazy because, again, we're not talking about even the flu that we just found out killed 22,000 people last year. We're not talking about that. We're talking about something that is not statistically dangerous for children. But yet people still want you to get your child vaccinated, which is crazy to me. Like you should be vaccinated if you are vulnerable. Duh! That's what we've said all along. And in fact, that's what you critics said in the beginning. But now we're going to come after we're going to come after Joe for saying that now because he's got a big voice. And that means instead of saying that everyone should be vaccinated from the time they're born to the end, then if you're healthy and you're young, uh, you know, not in the CDC window, uh, you shouldn't be vaccinated. You could go ahead and survive. Uh, it's just amazing to me. We are not India. I know it's a catastrophe in India right now. And, you know, there's a lot of people scared. And a lot of people think that, you know, this India thing that's going on in India right now is coming here. And it's ugly. I mean, they're looking at burning bodies. The crematoriums are full. Uh, it, According to them, it looks like a war just happened. And they're talking about, uh, you know, the skies are glowing because they're burning so many people because of the sickness and death. And according to this story, dozens of houses in my neighborhood have sick people. One of my colleagues is sick. One of my son's teachers is sick. The neighbor two doors down to the right of us is sick. Two doors to the left is sick. I have no idea how I got it said a good friend who is now in the hospital you catch just a whiff of this and then his voice trailed off to say you know uh i'm just sitting here waiting to get sick well okay that's india that's not here in the united states we have a choice it's we have an opportunity to make a choice we should it's just we've been over this before you know that i mean you you know that 
they've really they're starting to lose grip i mean the cdc came out yesterday and said that vaccinated people can ditch the mask outdoors in many cases i mean they're not living in the america that you and i are living in they just aren't and if you are living in that america i would really like to hear from you at chewing the fat at the blaze.com email me and let me know that you are living in that america because i mean i know i live in texas i do and while it is not everybody you know beat up uh, the governor for having the mask mandate even while he had the mask mandate it really wasn't the mask mandate i mean there were plenty of places and plenty of times that people weren't wearing the mask unless they decided to wear the mask that's just the way it was but it should have not been mandated from the state of texas anyway but i digress we've covered that ground but the new guidelines are is just amazing how we're we're going to hear this from our president tonight and it's like you know the last time he spoke and talked about possibly being able to get together on the 4th of july i mean it's a different country it's a different life that we are not living and i haven't lived it Um, it's really incredible if you decide to be socially distant make sure that you're extra careful if you're going to be around or are around people in the window um the mask thing is up to you i think it's uh i think it's silly unless you're going to be in a crowded group of people and then it probably you know the i know the anti-maskers are you know saying that that's even silly but i'll give you that i'll give you the mask in a crowded in a in a crowded area okay fine but to have the cdc come out and give you their new guidelines and in particularly give out these new guidelines for people who have been vaccinated i mean if you've been vaccinated you should be fine right that's the end game to have gone through all of this that we've gone through in the last year and a half and now tell us well we know you've been vaccinated and you've been following all these rules but no you really you really can't go back to what you think is normal not anymore uh, I mean, CDC director Rochelle Walensky, I'm sure that I don't know if she was speaking at as the director of the CDC or the mom. I'm not sure which I know she tries to think that we're pulling off both of those. How about you just speak to us at the, as the CDC director, please. But if you walk or run or hike or bike outdoors alone or with members in your household you can do that without wearing a mask um if you have a small outdoor gathering with fully vaccinated family and friends yeah you can do that without a mask um you can uh, you can be together a small outdoor gathering with a mixture of fully vaccinated and unvaccinated people but you know you don't have to wear a mask but you probably should and if you dine outdoors uh with friends from multiple households you can probably do that without a mask but be i mean be scared be scared out of your mind they've got this chart here that shows uh fully vaccinated people when they 
have to start wearing a mask and if they attend a crowded outdoor event uh, barber shopping center public transport indoor gatherings i mean those are people that are vaccinated now i've gotten a haircut and gone out into places where they mandate you know wearing a mask while you're getting it done but actually and and they and i say mandate they say you know it's required but once i sat down uh to get the haircut uh you guys take the mask off i'm not wearing it i'm just not doing it i'm just not doing it i I don't want i don't feel comfortable doing it it's just amazing there we're we're it we're really while we're dividing and dividing and dividing on top of dividing 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 we're also dividing down the middle of we're just dividing and i I don't like it we're just dividing i don't like it and we were just told all right a public service announcement from the federal bureau of investigations the public service announcement from the federal bureau of investigations if you make or buy a fake COVID-19 vaccination record card, you endanger yourself and those around you, and you are breaking the law. Wait, I'm breaking the law? Yeah, the Department of Health and Human Services, Office of Inspector General, and the FBI are advising the public to be aware of individuals selling fake COVID-19 vaccination record cards and encouraging others to print fake cards at home. Fake vaccination record cards have been advertised on social media websites as well as e-commerce platforms and blogs. Those bastards. Huh. Those bastards. So if I use a fake covid 19 vaccination record guard to say that i'm fully vaccinated by misrepresenting yourself as a vaccinated uh, human when entering schools mass transit workplaces gyms or places of worship you put yourself and others around you at risk of contracting covid 19 you bastard additionally the unauthorized use of an official government agency's seal so this is where they're going to try to get you right you're using the government agency seal but most of those record cards i don't know that they actually have the seal but okay let's say that they do um that's that's against the law okay uh that is against the law you are uh unauthorized to use an official government agency's seal and it's punishable under title 18 18 united states code section 1017 and other applicable laws it doesn't say how long or what they could do to you uh if you get caught if you have an illegal vaccination card they'll shoot you dead it doesn't say that here but i'm just reading between the lines you're done so you do not want that to happen okay so don't do it don't misrepresent yourself as vaccinated don't do it don't do it 